At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. No Stormy Bonatoni today, but that's okay. Danielle Alvari back in the seat here in Las Vegas at the beautiful Circa Resort and Casino. You guys, I woke up in my hotel room this morning at the Circa overlooking Stadium Swim. The WNBA was on. It was a beautiful moment. And you know what else is a beautiful moment? Uh, our lovely host, Stormy Bonatoni, who does such an incredible job at this show, is celebrating her birthday today. She's always working. So she is uh, working on her birthday, I believe. So we're going to have to work on that. But we're going to effort her to kind of celebrate a little bit later on but make sure you shout her out on twitter give her a happy birthday give her some some love today we miss stormy of course and it is very odd for me to be back in the my guy's seat actually i feel like i've been given controls here and i really can't mess it up especially on stormy's birthday so a uh, great show coming up for us today we're gonna have nick whalen who's a rotowire nba editor to talk about summer league kd Kyrie, you know the works and then we'll get into some mlb later on with steve buchanan from DraftKings. all his mlb action going on for today what he's already bet and what we maybe should look at in the later slate and then lastly we will bring in chuck esposito race and sportsbook director for stations casino to see what is getting a lot of action today at the book but before we do that for this first segment we're going to go into something that is inspired by the los angeles city cast which is one of the bet river sponsored city casts that i happen to host and on that one i like to keep it very la very hollywood if you will so we're going to go a little bit of an a-list b-list and d-list and for that matter why does nobody talk about the c-list ever it's just they're very forgettable it's almost worse than being on the d-list actually uh we'll start with our a-list bets here the ones that i like the best we're taking a look at all nfl for the so for our first one here, the Jets under five and a half. Now tip the cap to Will Hill, the host of the New York City cast, by the way. Check that one out, too, for inspiring me on this one. They went four and 13 last season. And guess what? The Jets have an even tougher schedule this season. You could argue they have the most difficult schedule in their division. Warren Sharp, of course, has his metrics and one of them being net rest differential, which is used to analyze how many weeks of rest a team has compared to their opponents. They have the first, the fifth worst net rest differential. So in regards to correlation, which we know doesn't mean causation, but nevertheless, teams with easier schedules, of course, exceeding their projections on their win totals usually, and teams with a higher net rest differential on average, performing better than their projections. So having less rest, not a good thing. That's just good life advice, but also good betting advice. Uh, Zach Wilson could improve. That's that's a possibility. He did struggle for most of last season. And um, if they want to win more games, you know, at least more than five this season, he's going to have to avoid those turnovers and also probably the distracting headlines about his various 
personal encounters, if you will. Uh, let's move on to the other A-list uh, bet here. We have the Titans to win their division at plus 170. And I have to tell you, the more I looked at this one, the more I thought, why did I put this in my A-list? So I'm going to start with why that made me a little bit uneasy. And then we're going to go into why it's a, it's a great bet. As always, easiest path to the playoffs is to win your division. And that means going through the Colts for the Titans, which is not an easy task here. Those teams are Pretty evenly matched here. We have Ryan Tannehill versus Matt Ryan. I know that's unfair to say to Matt Ryan, but he's aging. And Tannehill, last season, 14 interceptions, second most of his career. Uh, and A.J. Brown was also traded away as well. I know what you're thinking, Danielle. This is on your A-list of bets. I thought you said they were going to win the division. Let's talk about why. They're getting Derrick Henry back. He was out for a huge chunk last year, uh, was leading the board for Offensive Player of the Year. Um, of course, Jonathan Taylor up there as well. They added Rams star uh, wide receiver here, Robert Woods, and tight end Austin Hooper, not to mention first-round pick Traylon Burks from Arkansas. And I think really here what I'm betting on is this Titans defense. I think that they can edge out the Colts here, literally. Uh, and I'm going to back the 2021 Coach of the Year, Mike Vrabel, here. Plus, that's also better value than the Colts. The Colts are going to be at minus money to win the division, and uh, the Titans are sitting around plus 170. Uh, the last one in my A-list group here, Nick Bosa for Defensive Player of the Year. I really shuffled these around throughout the A, B, and D list, but I finally landed on this one as my A-list. And I have to mention this because last season, Kyle Shanahan said, I don't think people appreciate how good Bosa is in play, out of play. I've heard people talk about him for Comeback Player of the Year. And every time they say that, I can't believe he hasn't been mentioned in Defensive Player of the Year. And you know what? Kyle, me either. Uh, he registered 15 and a half sacks last year, league leading 21 tackles for loss. A season after coming back from a torn ACL in 2020, he also has that almost $18 million fifth year option on the way in 2023 and could be looking at a mega extension from there. He deserves it. Uh, Aaron Donald, I know, Aaron Donald. I'm just kidding. I host the Los Angeles City Cast. I love Aaron Donald. Fantastic. But voter fatigue, perhaps? I think we should look Bosa here. Let's move into the B list. Not quite like the bets that I love, but bets that I like at least to look at for the NFL season. Cardinals under nine and a half. Now eight and a half. There's both of these options available. Nine and a half. Of course, you're going to get a little bit more juice, but I do believe there's still one out there. And uh, I think Pet BetMGM being one of the books that has that. But eight and a half, you probably get a little bit better odds. It's up to you to see how much you agree with this. But DeAndre Hopkins, as we know, going to be out for a six-game suspension. His absence last year was obvious. Uh, Kyler Murray's 40.9 passer rating and 4.03 yards per attempt average in that uh, were the lowest of his NFL career. They did acquire wide receiver Hollywood Brown for Baltimore. Good connection between those two. But he just takes too many sacks. And the NFC West, just still one of the strongest divisions in the NFL. Uh, they have the defending Super Bowl champs in there, the Rams, and, of course, the San Francisco 49ers. So I think the Cardinals, unfortunately, are going to regress a little bit and perhaps under 9.5, even 8.5 wins. I wouldn't hate that either. Uh, as far as my next one for division winner in the B list, if you will, the Chargers to win at plus 240. I feel like I said that like Beth Moans there for a second. Chargers, yeah, a little bit. But the Chargers have the talent to win just about any division. Unfortunately, they're in that stacked uh, AFC West. Now, let's talk about the AFC West. Kansas City lost Tyreek Hill, had some big losses on the defensive side of the ball, and have the hardest schedule in the league. Raiders defense, no, just... That's it. No, absolutely not. And the Broncos' new quarterback, yeah, that's that's great. You have Russell Wilson, but he's also new. There could be an injury or two on that team. They don't really have the depth that the Chargers have added this season. They re-signed wideout Mike Williams, signed Pro Bowl uh, corner J.C. Jackson, all to solidify that secondary. And I know they could not stop the run to save their lives last year. Believe me, I had to cover it on the Los Angeles City cast. And it was funny because people who didn't bet on L.A. teams week in and week out were telling me, What's up with the Chargers? They, they can't this. What do you mean? What's up? It's been this way all season. So at least they've gone in. They had an incredible offseason. Oh, and they landed pass rusher Khalil Mack. That should that should help. Uh, moving on further in the B block, it's still going to stay Chargers here. Justin Herbert MVP at 10 to one last year. Herbert completed 66 percent of his passes for over 5000 yards, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. You guys saw how elite this was and how upset if you were like me. We were to see that he did not end up making it farther into the postseason. Uh, second year with Coach Staley here, who literally builds this offense around Herbert. Uh, Chargers also re-signed Mike Williams. They beefed up their O-line with Zion Johnson in the first round. As soon as you saw that in the draft, you were like, thank you. We're taking it seriously. We see what the issue was. Uh, and they also added fellow guard Jamari Saylor in the sixth. I like this. 
But it is an MVP bet. He's going to be up against Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. So tough division to win. But I think Justin Herbert could have a electric year. And I'm not just saying that because he's on the Chargers. Let's move on to the D-list. Bets that I'm considering. Bets that I don't love, I don't like. But maybe. Let's take a look at them. The Lions. I mean... Of course, it's going to be on the D-list. That's just where they belong. It's just where they're comfortable. Uh, but this has seen a huge increase from where they finished last season to the expectation for them this year. I actually think Play Sugar House is one of the places that has a 5.5 available, but it is juiced to minus 240 if you want to look at the over. I think the Lions improved this season, so over 6.5 or over 5.5 if you want to lay that juice at minus 240. Uh, the Lions finished with three wins last season, but they played in some very close games, including against the Rams. I remember that one. I think we all do. This is why I don't love it. It is a three and a half one upgrade from their total last year. Uh, they tied for the largest season to season upgrade in the league. That's a big jump to make here. But they did draft edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson and wide receiver Jamison Williams and signed DJ Chark in free agency. Plus, Mike Hughes, Deshaun Elliott, all adding to the secondary. They dealt with a lot of injuries last season. I don't know if everybody remembers, but at the start of the season, they lost two of their starting offensive linemen. Their linemen are not actually that bad. That's the thing is these teams that tend to lose a lot, we expect to have a horrible offensive line. That's not the case with the Lions. Their five projected starters on the line allowed just 11 sacks in 2021, and their average pro football focus grade was 75.3. I definitely consider over six and a half here for the Lions. And if you're not a Jared Goff fan, I get it. But throw the guy a bone. He has to live in Detroit now. Uh, let's move on to the Ravens to win the division. Plus 160. This isn't a lot of great value, so that's why I'm not loving it. It's not like bang for your buck here. They are favored. Cincinnati also addressed their offensive line. They'll be a problem for them, but they did lose some of their top defensive pieces. And you have to remember the same thing that we were just talking about with the Lions. The Ravens had a lot of injury issues last year. They're bringing back pretty much every single impactful starter or replace them with someone better besides Marquise Brown. We can't, we can't replace him. Uh, they increased depth at the corner position as well. I think a bounce back season is incoming here, but it's only plus 160. So as far as bang for your buck, not, not the best, but Ravens to win. Uh, also for our last one here on the D-list, the award, Cooper Cup, 15 to 1 to win Offensive Player of the Year. I think he was kind of, kind of robbed of this last year. I know it's hard to win as a wide receiver. I mean, Jerry Rice in the 90s and then what, two in the last three years? Uh, but Cooper Cup led the NFL in receiving yards, receptions, and touchdowns to win the first receiving Triple Crown since 2005. Um, and then, of course, goes on to win Super Bowl MVP, which kind of snatched out of OBJ, who ended up getting hurt in that game. But you could even see a lot of regression from Cooper Cup, and he'd still be the best receiver in football. If you take off 300 yards from what he did last year, he would have still led the NFL in receiving yards. That's just how big the discrepancy was. Now, he'd have to beat out Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry maybe wins Comeback Player of the Year, so maybe that takes some of the heat off. But I like this. I'm definitely considering a Cooper Cup play here, Offensive Player of the Year at 12-1. to 1. This was almost in my B-list, and it jumped all the way down to the D-list, if you will. Uh, so that's what we have for A-list, B-list, D-list. It's always important to grade your bets, figure out which ones you like the best, especially if you're going to allocate different amounts of your bankroll. So hopefully that's something to give you uh, something to chew on, if you will. And we're going to have a lot more coming up besides NFL in today's show. Uh, the VEASAN Summer Special is also here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets email, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So check it out at VEASAN.com. We'll be back and talk about the NBA and Summer League. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. 
You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. VSIN will be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League now through July 17th. Catch The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout VSIN shows. For more, follow us at VSIN Live on Twitter and at VSIN Live on YouTube. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash summer. Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. I'm a little bit mad, actually, at JVT because he also does hardwood handicappers and I was supposed to be on that show Sunday I was all mic'd up I was ready to go in LA and then I got a text he's like we have a guest on set is it okay if we push you and I was like sure but people don't forget uh no it's actually a great show you should definitely check it out uh let's move on to our next segment here very excited to talk NBA Summer League with none other than Nick Whalen from Rotowire NBA editor there Nick thanks so much for making some time for us today hey anytime anytime uh I mean it's NBA Summer League it's the peak of NBA season there's topics flying around uh looking forward to diving in Yeah, absolutely. One of those topics being Donovan Mitchell, of course. Utah kind of shutting down earlier in the season that, hey, we're not going to trade him. Now, Tune has changed a little bit, maybe a little bit more willing to listen to those. Who do you think needs to get Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, I think Utah, in this situation, you kind of have to say the right thing. No team is going to come out and say, yeah, you know what? We are going to trade our best player. But you can kind of read the tea leaves here, right? You know, they they do that kind of strange Royce O'Neal trade right before the NBA draft, then all the Kevin Durant stuff happens. Uh, obviously, they trade Rudy Gobert a week later. You can kind of see where things are headed. You know, Danny Ainge is, is in charge there, and it looks like they're heading into a rebuild. They have a new coach. Um, so I'm not surprised that Donovan Mitchell now appears to be on the market. And, you know, usually when it gets this far, when a team essentially says, yeah, this guy's available, we're taking calls, almost always that player ends up being traded. And especially when it's a young player, the caliber of Donovan Mitchell uh, I mean, every team in the league is probably going to look into it. Uh, there, there are certain teams that, uh, you know, maybe feel like he's a little bit too ball dominant. Maybe they already have a player similar to him uh, that might want to back off. But, you know, the teams that I'm looking at, obviously the Miami Heat uh, have been rumored as the destination for Donovan Mitchell uh, for, for quite some time. Uh, and ironically, you know, now Dwayne Wade is his part owner of the Utah Jazz. He's a guy who's kind of been a mentor to Donovan Mitchell. I think there's a belief that maybe Dwayne Wade could kind of shepherd that deal to Miami and the Heat have the assets, right? You know, you could build something around Tyler Hero. You could throw the Duncan Robinson contract in there. They have a bunch of future picks. They could include uh, assets that would be attractive to the Utah Jazz. But if you're looking for some dark horse teams, I mean, the New York Knicks are always going to be involved in sweepstakes like this. Uh, maybe they can't build quite as attractive of a package uh, as the Miami Heat can, especially if they're not willing to include RJ Barrett. Uh, but they're going to be in the mix and then. You know, one team that I think you could maybe throw some ideas together, uh, the Denver Nuggets, you know, one of the Jazz rivals in the Western Conference. Obviously, you're not putting Nikola Jokic on the table, but, you know, maybe Utah, uh, maybe they're willing to take back the Michael Porter contract. You know, it, it's it's a, a risky asset, but high risk, high reward. You know, that, that could be a big time player for the future if Michael Porter could stay healthy. I, I don't know that Denver would be willing to dangle Jamal Murray, but you never know. I think the Nuggets are a team to watch in this situation. Not that it actually matters, but if you were Donovan Mitchell, which of those teams would you be looking to go to? Uh, well, I would like to go from living in Salt Lake City to living in Miami Beach. So I, I oh, think I the Heat are me. probably the best. Yeah, right. I, I think the Heat are probably the best destination. Uh, they're the team that is probably built to win 
uh, fastest. I, I think, you know, going to New York, that that sounds fun as well. But, you know, I don't know that Donovan Mitchell is quite the caliber of player uh, that is going to be the savior of the New York Knicks franchise, you know, that they've been searching for for 30 plus years now at this point. I think Miami is the lowest pressure situation. It's the best living situation and it's the best team context to to you know compete for a title right away. The search continues for the Utah Jazz. Uh, let's talk about some other players that may be making some moves here. According to Brian Lewis of the New York Post, Kyrie Irving, every intention of playing with the Nets with or without Kevin Durant on the roster. Now, let's start with Kevin Durant. Where do you think that he's going to end up? You know, right now, it's it's really hard to say. I mean, I think teams collectively are trying to kind of call the Nets bluff here. And, and the Nets, of course, have the leverage of saying, hey, he's under contract for four more years. He'll be on our roster. Uh, you know, you keep seeing the, the narrative of like Kevin Durant loves playing basketball. He won't sit out. Uh, we'll see about that. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, usually when it gets to a point where a star player is going to a team owner and saying, please trade me, uh, those situations are not often repaired. So I, I'm still of the belief that Kevin Durant is traded at some point. I think Phoenix uh, seems like the most likely destination. He wants to go there. They have some assets they could pull together. Uh, we'll see what they'll be willing to put on the table. But, you know, you keep reading reports, too, that Miami, um, as much as they might be in on Donovan Mitchell, I think they would rather get Kevin Durant if they could do it. So, you know, if you could put together, uh, you know, a package where you add more future picks to get Durant, the same package you'd be offering for Mitchell, uh, I think Miami is going to be very much in this. And, and Miami, over the past week or so, that's the team that you hear uh, is being most aggressive. You know, it seems like the Suns are kind of sitting back and, and biding their time and, and hoping that it works out, whereas Miami is the team that's being aggressive uh, in trying to push these negotiations along with the Brooklyn Nets. And, and speaking of the Nets, I mean, Kyrie Irving, we talk about him. And it's funny because I think I saw a tweet the other day that he was he was at a game or I forget where he was, but fans were there and they said, come, come play for the Lakers, come play. And he said, soon, soon. Uh, and yet he says he's going to stay with the Nets. So we see the odds reflecting this, obviously, the Lakers, as is where he's going to end up here at minus 200. Where do you think that he'll be? I still think he ends up with the Lakers. Um, you know, it, it, I, I don't know where this latest report from Brian Lewis came from. If you read it, it's it's kind of sketchy. It's it's not like it's <laughs> Kyrie Irving saying I'm playing for the Nets. It's just a league source saying that uh, Kyrie has never asked for a trade, which technically maybe that's correct. I, I don't know if he's actually approached Nets management or not, but uh, there's a reason he's minus 200 uh, to play for the L.A. Lakers. Uh, again, this is one of those situations we've seen these play out time after time after time in the NBA when there's this much smoke around a situation, there's almost always fire. It almost always happens. I think eventually, you know, the Lakers have backed themselves into a corner here. Like they don't want to be giving up multiple first round picks to bring in Kyrie Irving. But what's the alternative? You know, running it back with Russell Westbrook, winning 45 games and, and losing in the play in like they, they don't really have a choice. I, I think they're going to ultimately have to pay whatever the price is that the Nets set. Yeah, and, and are probably capable of doing that. And how do you think yes. that's going to be for Kyrie Irving and LeBron James upon reunion? I mean, Q, baby, come back. Uh, it's kind of like, I, I thought I could do it without you. I don't think I can. You know what? I, I think, you know, knowing that the characters involved here, I'm sure they'll play it up. I, I'm sure there'll be you know plenty of drama, assuming this does happen. Uh, but I, I think on the court, it can work. I mean, the biggest thing is just, can these guys stay healthy? You know, not only Kyrie and LeBron, who've had their own issues with injuries and missing games, but, but Anthony Davis too, you know, these are three of, you know, given LeBron's age, three of the most injury prone stars in the league. I, I think if they all stay healthy on paper, it makes a ton of sense. It's a, it's a really, really impressive big three, but you know, Anthony Davis, you could pencil in for 20 plus missed games each year at this point, LeBron kind of feels like he's entering that territory and Kyrie, obviously you, you have no idea what you're getting from him, whether it's due to injury or, or some sort of off court scenario. So I, I think it's it's high risk, high reward, but it's a risk that I think the Lakers have to take. You know, they've already pushed like 90% of their future chips into the middle of the table. If I'm them, like, why not just throw a couple more future picks out there? You're already mortgaged most of your future. Um, I, I think you got to go for it when you have LeBron in his, his 20th NBA season. Yeah, it's it's time to hit the pedal to the metal with this for LeBron at this point. Uh, I want to move on. I want to ask you about Summer League, but I also just wanted to mention really quick that we saw comments from Adam Silver. He was here in Las Vegas making his annual press conference, and he said, we don't like seeing the players requesting trades. I'd love the focus to be on play. I'm sure he would. Uh, and he went on to yeah. say the league would look into remedies regarding players requesting trades early in their contracts. So we'll see how that plays out. But Summer League, <laughs> all the top picks seem to be making very good impressions. Who stood out to you? Obviously, looking at the Rookie of the Year odds, Chet Holmgren plus 350 now. That's quite a drop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, he dropped pretty much right away after that impressive showing. And that wasn't even in Las Vegas. I, I forget if that was in the, the Salt Lake City or the California Summer League. Um, you know, you had that impressive 
debut against the Jazz, and, and he's just kept it rolling. I mean, I, I think I, I think right now it makes sense that he's the favorite. He's kind of generated the most hype. I mean, Paolo Bancaro looked pretty good in Las Vegas, but the Magic saw what they needed to see. They pulled him off the floor, so he's not really going to have another opportunity before the end of Summer League uh, to make his mark. But I think the odds make a lot of sense. I think right now it really feels like it's going to be a two-man race between Holmgren and Bancaro. Um, you know, I'm going to be out in Vegas this coming weekend, and you know, I've been been talking with with some of my guys at RotoWire, and we're thinking put a hundred bucks on Holmgren, put a hundred bucks on Bancaro, and you you feel really good about one of those hitting, and you're going to make a profit. Uh, now that doesn't mean that someone like Jaden Ivey or Jabari Smith or Keegan Murray or Ben Matherin can't sneak into this race. I don't think it's going to be a two man race for the entire season, but uh, it does feel you know kind of midway through summer league that Holmgren and Bancaro have already separated themselves as being on a different tier than the rest of these guys. I want to ask you about Shaden Sharp, too, sitting there at 12 to 1. Obviously, an injury situation with him kind of leaves his future murky, if you will. What do you think that the Trailblazers' plan is for that? It's so hard to tell, right? I mean, obviously, we didn't see him at all in college last year. And then we're thinking, all right, finally, we're going to get to, to finally understand who Shaden Sharp is. And seven minutes into his first Summer League game, uh, he gets hurt and he's done for Summer League. So now the mystery is going to remain shrouded. Uh, until at least the preseason. And, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't bet him for rookie of the year. I just, I don't know what the Blazers plan is. You know, is, is he, is he still trade bait to maybe bring in someone else uh, to try to surround Damian Lillard with a winning team this year? Because, you know, as high as I am on Shane and Sharp long-term, the chances that he's an impact guy in 2022, 23 are not great. And this is a Blazers team that still wants to put a winning team around Damian Lillard. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he looks like, but unfortunately we're going to have to wait a few more months. Yeah, isn't that the case with all of our favorite stars? Thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can check uh, check you out. Where is your Twitter? Yes, at Whalen. So W-H-A-1-E-N. Make sure you check out Nick Whalen. Thank you so much to him. And we'll be back to talk about some baseball with Steve Buchanan of DraftKings. Listen to my guys of the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I know I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready to make a change. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Let's welcome it back in here to my guys in the desert. Danielle Avari still here filling in for Storm Bonatoni, who is still celebrating her birthday today. Make sure you tweet at her and give her all kinds of heck on social media. Uh, and let's bring in, without further ado, Steve Buchanan to talk about some MLB uh, of DraftKings, obviously. Steve, thanks so much for making the time for us today. Of course, as always. Thanks for having me. So I have I have a conundrum here. The Dodgers run line has been so consistent this season. They're facing the Cardinals again at the Cardinals today, but they lost 7-6 to six yesterday. They do have Mr. Dependent, Tony Gonsolin, 11-0 win-loss record, Tony Gonsolin on the mound. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so that has me going right to this uh, run line here. I have no issue with that, especially with Gonsolin taking the mound. This is somebody who hasn't allowed more than two earned run in any start that he's made this season. Obviously, there's been a lot of chatter about him being the Cy Young candidate for this year as well. But like you mentioned, they're one of the best run line teams in the league, 50-36 and 36 overall, 24-17 and 17 as road favorites as well. They've been stellar in this spot. Straight up, when Gonsolin takes them out, they're 13-3, and three, but 9-5 and five on the run line, including covering in seven straight games now on the run line when Gonsolin takes them out. This Cardinals offense has been extreme peaks and valleys during the month of July, but going up against someone as tough as Gonsolin tonight, I don't have an issue with taking the Dodgers to win this game by at least two runs, and you're getting it at plus 105. I'll take those odds all day, especially with Gonsolin taking them out. 
It's funny because I'll see articles about betting that say, oh, betting, like in baseball, take the money line, not the run line. But the Dodgers are the exception to that rule for me. And it's fortunate because I get to talk about them all the time. I'm seeing an over coming up here. And I want to know, is it an indictment on the Reds defense or is it a credit to the Yankees offense? Oh, my God. Everything, all of the above. I mean, the Reds defense is just absolutely putrid. They're in the category of their own for how bad that they've been. But I love taking the uh, the first five over in this game at four and a half because, quite frankly, the Yankees might do this on their own. They might get five runs to the first five innings on their own to cover this bet. But truly, like, you have Mike Miner taking the mound tonight for the Reds. He's made seven starts so far and has allowed at least four runs in five of those starts. He's been getting absolutely hammered on the mound. And one of the biggest issues has been home runs. 12 home runs allowed through 38 innings pitched. Now you got to go against the Yankees? Okay, what are we going to have? 24 home runs allowed through you know 40 innings after this game is all said and done? And then righties have been absolutely smashing him too as well. 433 Woba against them. You know, Woba is one of those catch-all stats, really kind of combines all the offensive production. So that's an extremely high number. Nine of the 12 home runs he's allowed. So I have absolutely no issue going over four and a half runs through the first five innings here. Like I mentioned, I would not be shocked if the Yankees do that all on their own. Fade the Reds is staying strong. I love that. I love to see it. Uh, Let's move on to the Rays here, who I'm shocked to see have won two games already against the Red Sox. And now they have their lefty Shane McClanahan on the mound. Do you think that's going to cause trouble for this Red Sox team? Not just a lefty, the studliest lefty that's going on. I I undersold for the Rays. (laughs) (laughs) Shane McClanahan, who I think is going to be winning the American League Cy Young. He has just been so good. For this Rays rotation, they are 10 and 7 on the run line when he takes the mound this season. And a big reason for that is because he has allowed one run or less in 12 of the 17 starts that he's made this season. This is already going to be the second time that he's faced his Red Sox club. He's gave up two runs through six hits, uh, excuse me, with six hits through seven innings in that game. And he has been extremely good in Tampa this season, giving up with a 1.88 ERA, allowing a total of 14 runs through just through 67 innings pitched. He has been so good there. This Red Sox offense, you know, this whole team dealing with a number of of injuries right now. Uh, I don't think they're going to have much of a fight here against McClanahan, one of the best lefties in the game right now. So give me the raise on the, on the run line at plus 115. Well, speaking of McClanahan and the AL Cy Young odds, I'm actually hoping for a horrible game from him because I would love to see Shohei Otani win this award because I host Los Angeles CityCast and I'm a homer like that. But you can see Shohei there sitting at plus 950. Shane McClanahan at plus 235. What do you think of this market? I I think this is a great market right now. Obviously, McClanahan and Verlander are the big favorites in this one here, but I still love getting plus 235 on McClanahan. Like, I understand Verlander has been great. I know Otani is doing amazing things too there as well, but like, you know, this kind of actually brings me to the MVP race because you're getting Otani at plus money to win the MVP once again because Aaron Judge is such a big favorite. I think he's minus 120 right now. But I think overall, I think McClanahan is going to be the one to take this one down to youth. The race team, I love everything about them, but I think you're getting a great number here on McClanahan. So I think that's the way to go. What do you think is the explanation for Aaron Judge being such a heavy favorite? Is it Do you think that it's just the books have a lot of liability on him? Because it doesn't seem to me that he should be that heavily favored. I'm with you 100% because there's a lot of guys behind him I think could easily also win this award. Like, Jose Ramirez has kind of had, like, a a bit of a a bad month thus far, and his odds have fallen. But there's so many guys in the American League that could truly win this award. So you have Otani at plus 150. Alvarez, I know he's hurt right now, 9-1. to Like, the numbers you're getting on so many other guys are so much more attractive because Judge is such a big favor right now. So I think that's something you need to take advantage of. Even Devers at 15-1. to Just really strong numbers here. But the talk and the buzz has been about Judge. Don't get me wrong. He has done incredible things for this Yankees team. I feel like a number of walk-off wins already. The clutch hitting has been there too as well. So I understand why Judge is the big favorite. But man, it makes some of those other numbers more attractive. That's where I'm going in in the MVP race right now. Well, and awards are tough because we have people voting on these, obviously. So there's room for error. And we talk about MVP. How much of a factor is it to have your team actually winning games? Because obviously the Yankees are in a very different league than the Angels, despite the Angels having two candidates there in what the top five, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Do you think that helps or hurts them that the Angels are performing so poorly? 
I really don't think it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, Jacob DeGrom, I think, is the one that really kind of changed this, right? Because he was consistently the best pitcher in the game, but he was on a Mets team that absolutely stunk. It didn't even matter if he was pitching well because the team was going nowhere. But he was the one who was deservingly winning this award. So with the Angels, too, they have a few of the top guys in that top 10 there. I don't really think it matters anymore about the team. I think we've kind of gotten away from that, and rightfully so. If a guy is playing at an MVP caliber level, he should be winning the award whether the team is succeeding or not. So I don't really think it – it doesn't hurt. Let's put it that way. It doesn't hurt, but I don't think that really is much of a factor to help them win that award either. Do you think it affects the Cy Young a little bit more than the MVP? No, I don't I, I don't think okay. so either because, again, DeGrom's the perfect example mm-hmm. on that Mets team for, for years that were so bad, but he was nearly untouchable, and the Mets weren't giving him run support, but he was keeping the Mets in every single one of those games, and if that offense was better, he'd obviously have a much better record than we saw in the past. Yes, well, Shohei's getting no run support either, so we'll see how that plays out <laughs> for right. him. Let's move on to your, or your next bet here, obviously. Uh, White Sox, who lost the first two in this series against the Guardians, and then one shut them out 7-0 yesterday. Uh, now they're back on the mound tonight. What do you like here? Yeah, so you're getting a really favorable line here, I think, with this matchup with Lucas Giolito and Aaron Savali. Now, Giolito has really struggled since the calendar turned to June. It's been very unlike him. His ERA is over four now. He was somebody that early in the year was being talked about as a Cy Young candidate, but he's starting to turn around a little bit. I know it didn't look great in that last game against the Tigers, but a little bit of some defensive liabilities, I think, has really put him in a bind in that one because otherwise, he looked good in his past three starts before then. So I like the White Sox here as road favorites this season. The White Sox are 12 and 6 on the money line. That's one of the best marks in the league. And this uh, Guardians offense really kind of starting to quiet down a little bit during the month of July. They had a really, really strong month of June, but they've uh, since cooled off there. And then the White Sox have been the opposite. Their offense has really been picking up as of late. In the month of July, they're tied for fifth in runs scored with 63 and hitting 256 as a club. For somebody who has struggled as much as Savali, getting the White Sox at this really attractive number, I really like that one there too, especially if Giolito can get back on track tonight. Yeah, I, I love it, and I agree with you completely there. We have time to get in this one last bet here. Pirates at the Marlins is the game we'll be looking at, but you have a prop for this one that involves Pablo Lopez. What's the bet? Yeah, give me him to go over 17 and a half outs recorded, so he needs to go through six innings in this one here. This is something he's done in nine of the 17 starts that he's made this season. It's coming off a pretty shaky month of June, but this Pirates offense has been one of the worst in the league this month alone they're hitting 222 with only 42 runs scored that ranks them 22nd in the in the league and the pirates are also one of the worst ranked teams in the league against the fastball that is a pitch that lopez primarily throws 39 percent of the time followed by his changeup, which is right there at 38 percent but lopez to go at least six innings in this game i think that's really viable especially with the lack of hitting coming from the pirates so give me over 17 and a half outs recorded Pablo Lopez. All of the Pirates hate, and you forget that they swept the Dodgers, okay? That was their Super Bowl this year. That was their World Series. Amazing. Amazing. Just let them have that. Steve Buchanan of DraftKings, thank you so much for joining us today. All right, no doubt. Talk to you later. (laughs) All right. uh, You know, you have to give the, the credit where the credit is due for the Pirates. At least give them some flowers. Coming up, Chuck Esposito will join us to talk about the book next on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're back on My Guys in the Desert. Sorry, we have no audio, I guess, going into my ear. That's why we're a little bit off there. But if you are looking for more sports betting discussion and around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. And with that... Uh, I'd like to welcome in Chuck Esposito, but I want to make sure that I can hear him before we do that. Uh, we're going to talk, of course, about the Open, the British Open, as it is known, uh, but more popularly referred to as the Open, celebrating its 150th anniversary at the home of golf this week, featuring that homecoming to St. Andrews. So I can't wait to see uh, which golfers took in the most money on this one. Uh, as we bring in Chuck Esposito shortly here. Of course, there's a lot of discussion around Tiger Woods, who has won this, you know, three times. But playing in his third official event of the season isn't expected to be much of a contender to win uh, win again. But there are some players that we can keep a, keep a watch on here. Roy McIlroy, of course, the champion of the 2014 Open Championship. Uh, he's piled on three straight top fives. He's finished in the top ten in each of his three majors this season. So definitely worth a look here. Xander Shoffley, hottest player on the planet, having won the Travelers Championship in June and last week's Scottish Open. Uh, Will Zalatoris, man, when do you not hear about Will Zalatoris at this point? Uh, Will Zalatoris sitting at 20 to 1 on the open odds there at DraftKings. As you can see, only a matter of time until he finally gets out of that bridesmaid role and finally wins it or groomsman, whichever way you want to look at it. A few players just have been better in the majors really in the last two seasons. So there's going to be a breakthrough at some point. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, of course, the world number one, four times in two months he's won. Um, and he's still playing like one of the best in the world. Tied for eighth in his first start in the Open just last year. Now, he has never played at St. Andrews before this week's practice rounds. And as an avid golf better, that is, of course, sarcastic. I think that's going to be a factor here because... St. Andrews, not, not necessarily the easiest course. And if you haven't ever played it, of course, I'm thinking that's going to be not so easy for you to just hop in and win. John Rahm, of course, also learning to uh, get back into the swing of things, if you will. He's had the most strokes gained on coastal courses on the British Isles among players with at least 10 rounds. So definitely someone to keep an eye on as well. Jordan Spieth, the 2017 Open champion at Royal Birkdale, finished in the top 10. And half of his eight starts was also the solo uh, second last year, two strokes behind none other than Colin Morikawa. So I'm very excited to see what Chuck Esposito has to say about this. Let's bring in Chuck of Station Sportsbook. Chuck, how are you doing today? Chuck, do we have Chuck? We have to hear me talk about golf more. All right, that's fine. Um, Let's not talk about golf. Let's talk about a prop, actually, that they have up, and hopefully we can get Chuck connected here in a moment uh, because there's some NFL markets to take a look at as well with stations, and we're going to ask Chuck about them. Let's bring Chuck Esposito in here. Chuck, can you, get, can you hear me? Do you got me? I can hear you loud and clear, Danielle. All right. After the technical difficulties, we finally got you on here. Thanks so much for making the time. So let's go back to golf really quick before I move on to that NFL prop that I'm very interested in. Uh, which golfers are taking the most money for you in the Open? Yes, the handle's been terrific so far. Uh, Ticket-wise, uh, Tiger is number one, followed by McElroy, Zalateris, Shafley, and Thomas. 
Uh, that's not the same order as the most money coming in, but that is the way it's been for the tickets. Actually, the most money, it, it's all about Shuffley so far, but Woods is a close second. So that kind of puts into perspective a little bit. But the Open's drawn a tremendous handle. It's about 60% of what we see on the Masters, but it has such an international appeal to it. We've seen a really uptick in handle over the last few days. Where does the opening rank for you among the other golf majors? Does it seem to take a little bit more money maybe because there's just less going on in summer to bet on at least? Yeah, I think so. I think it's right after the Masters for me, mm-hmm. um, just because of the kind of international flair and, and where they play this event and um, uh, that it is a difficult course and you don't have a lot of these guys that have played a lot of time on it. But uh, for me, it's second. And uh, again, a really strong handle on it overall. We are less than a month away now from the NFL preseason games, which is which is so much fun, of course, the preseason. Raiders-Jags is going to be on 8-4 here. What are some of the NFL markets that you have going on? You know, it's uh, we, we try to capitalize on whatever the, the hot topic is, and we put that prop up um, last week as soon as the trade went through with Baker Mayfield going to, um, to Carolina. And, you know, just the way the schedule makers have it made out, he happens to play Cleveland week one. We don't know exactly who the Browns quarterback is going to be. We have an idea. Um, so we put a prop up on who would have more passing yards in that game. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he must start in the game, which I believe he will, against uh, any of the Cleveland Brown quarterbacks that day. So it's kind of an interesting prop. We put it up at pick. We've got almost identical money on both sides. So I think the betters are kind of looking at it going, hmm, which way should we go? Uh, of course, if it's Watson, that would change dramatically. Um, but right now, we're getting two-way action on that prop, Danielle. Yeah, I think it's a great one. And this is what's so great about sports betting is the book can come up with these creative props that really feed into these storylines that we're all excited to watch, obviously. And I love that you pointed out that, of course, Baker Mayfield actually has to start because he'd have to win the job over Sam Darnold. And then we don't even know who's going to be going on at the Browns quarterback position. So I like the odds you have here, a little bit of a toss up. And I think it's going to be a Baker Mayfield revenge game. Have you have you seen action on this yet? We have. I mean, uh, the, the game itself dropped. I think that was the, the bigger move. They were two and a half Cleveland. It dropped pretty much as an industry down to one. We saw considerable action come in, even for a game that's kind of far away. And, and it went from a meaningless game. I mean, it wasn't a game that I'm like, I can't wait to watch that game week one, like some of the other games, to now it's like, I really want to watch that game uh, week one. And my guess is as we get closer and once we know for sure that Baker has won the job, and I think he, w- he is, you would have traded for him if you're not going to start him to see what you have with him. Uh, we're going to have a lot more props on Baker that day as well for opening day against uh, against the Browns. Everybody loves to bet on or against Baker Mayfield. It's just fun. It's just fun to do. <laughs> Let's is. talk about NBA Summer League. It's in full swing right now. We've seen a lot of odds shifted just from some early play. Are people betting more again, getting a feel for this? They are. And I think, you know, we talked about it a few weeks ago, just, um, you know, without a lot going on right now and just kind of baseball, um, Summer League is really popular. I mean, you've seen some of the teams that we had, you know, as the favorites early, Thunder Pistons, Pelicans, Blazers, or especially Thunder Pistons, Pelicans, seen their odds go way up. And, and teams that had longer odds, Blazers, Knicks, Jazz, Suns, those odds come way down. So um, there's not a whole lot of games left, but um, it's been good for us and our side of the counter. And we've generated a really good handle on it so far. Uh, speaking of the MLB, which you mentioned as something else that's going on to bet on, have you seen any significant futures movement in that market? Yeah, we have. I mean, we're looking at it all the time. I mean, the trade deadline's not that far away, August 2nd. But you look at Toronto, who made the managerial change today. They've gone up. Boston has gone up. St. Louis has gone up. The Angels have gone up dramatically. But then there's a few teams that have really dropped over the last week or so, and that's been Seattle, Minnesota, and, of course, Baltimore going on that nine-game winning streak. So although those teams are still kind of – two of those three teams are still out of it a little bit, uh, we still have seen considerable movement up and down uh, the futures board, which pretty much will happen a lot between now and the trade deadline early next month. Any action on today's games that was notable for you? Well, we're going to need the Reds to kind of duplicate what they did yesterday. Um, And if they can score four in the ninth again, I'll be a happy camper on our side of the counter. So uh, we're clearly Reds fans tonight. Yes, asking a lot of a team that's that's doing their best. They're doing their best. Let's talk about one last sport that is my favorite one to bet at this time of year, the WNBA. We're coming into the back half of the season here. What is the liability like for you at the book in terms of the championship? 
You know, for a while, it was clearly on um, on the Aces. It's kind of changed a little bit now. It's, it's Wings and Sparks that we've seen uh, more money come in on. Uh, they kind of sit in that seventh and eighth spot right now. Um, so how good they're going to be when the playoffs start, um, still a little bit of a question mark, but playing much better. The Aces have come down to earth a little bit, but which was a losing prop for the Aces just about 10 days ago, uh, now is in the black, and uh, we're having to fade uh, you know, two teams with longer odds, and that's the Wings and the Sparks right now. Have you seen a lot of action on games day-to-day for the WNBA? Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially Aces games. Um, I know we chatted about it, but we, we're putting up a, a full page of props with uh, every Aces game to try to draw interest to them. On our side of the counter, I mean, we're huge fans. We want to see them do well. But similar to what we've experienced with the Raiders and, and Knights, uh, the betting public is on them. So a lot of times we're rooting against them, especially to cover the number. Chuck, thank you so much. As always, wealth of knowledge for us. We appreciate you joining us today. All right. Thanks, Danny. I'll chat with you next week. Yes, you will. And uh, I will be back here next Wednesday, by the way, in case you're wondering, want to avoid that. Just put that on your calendar. Uh, I was very shocked to hear him say wings and sparks there at the end, getting some action. It makes sense liability wise because both sitting at 100 to one. But the wings are so streaky. They're a team that could just go off shooting three pointers. And then, yeah, maybe you have an issue. Uh, Sparks at 100 to one. I don't think so. I I, I don't think so. They have the the capability in terms of the talent, but... It's just not in the stars for the Sparks, unfortunately. And that's coming from the Los Angeles CityCast host. Thank you so much for letting me host my guys in the desert today. So fun to be back here in Vegas at the beautiful Circa Resort and Casino. Thanks to Nick Whalen, Steve Buchanan, Chuck Esposito. And again, one last time, happy birthday to Stormy Bonatoni. Uh, and thanks for joining us on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.